What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the ANSSNC Power Hour. Tonight's January 3rd, 2022. Man, that year went by fast. Ah. Uh, <laughs> man, did it go by fast. And it's it's cruising right along since Christmas, man. Um, we're way behind on answering emails. So if anybody's listening to these on download them later, whatever you're doing, I know people need enough pretty much run everybody off that talks shit or just gets on here and wants to make farm animal noises. Uh, I ain't going to tolerate that shit. So I just, you know, I, I mute them. And, uh, so we don't get many callers these days. Uh, I like it like that. That way it runs a lot smoother. I'm not fighting and bickering with people. I know about what we're doing that we're not doing. This is our club. We do it our way. Um, and that's why we've managed to be here so long. I mean, we, we've almost outlasted any other group that's claimed Darien Nation outside of Reverend Butler. And, uh, oh, we may not have the numbers right now like that, like Butler had, but uh, we're, we're still enough into the guys that uh, sending in your emails, man. It's been the holidays. You know, we're all white guys. You don't want me calling you when you're sitting at your mother-in-law's house or uh, over at Uncle Joe's, you know. Uh, so the holidays are over, Easter's around the corner. I'll be making some phone calls probably in the next couple of days, next few weeks. Um, we're all been busy too, we all got family. Uh, ambassadors, we, we, we've been a little bit out of touch over the holidays, because like I said, everybody's got family. I mean, this is a white Christian group. We, we follow the Christian holidays. So we don't get to talk as much as we'd like. Um, so we got a lot of stuff to go over. We do do background checks. So in the process, all that, I mean, we will get to you and we're, we'll get the answer. And like I said, we're all a little bit behind here. Um, I got, um, I started a couple background checks the last couple of days. I, I called my ambassador today and uh, I'm his ambassador. <laughs> Uh, we talked and we got another ambassador or two to read call and and we all get rolling here in a minute we'll start doing our jobs and uh, and we'll be calling people uh, it's just us getting back to a slow start or a long recruiting freeze and and then our website um they were just passing on too much, uh, too much to us, you know. I mean, every you had to pay two or three separate things to to stay online, and where we moved now to another 
web host, which, uh, you know, it's a one flat fee. And that's better. They got just as good as security. Um, and you don't have to have anything you don't want. I mean, the last place was forcing us to have uh, Notebook 360, and that was eating up your money. And that's just stopping me from being able to receive emails or send emails in return. But the website was paid up till uh, 2025. And uh, with with the fees cut, keep coming out of that for the Office 360. I mean, we, we were, they were ready to shut down our emails and how the hell are we going to talk to you? Oh, you can look at our website, clear up till 2028, but you can't talk to nobody. That's bullshit. So, and then uh, in the process, they knew everybody was going to be leaving and that's no refund. And we, we'd already, had everything security and everything paid up till 2028 and right in the middle of our contract, which you're in a fight with them over it, but I'm sure we could win. I mean, you can't just change the rules in the middle of a contract. Without notice, I don't care if you are getting stuck with a little bit larger bill. Well, now you, you just don't make as big a good check. <laughs> But you can't pass all that all on to your consumer without notice and then just telling tough titty. Ah, that's no good. That, that sounds like fucking liberals. Probably is. It's, I mean, internet shit. Uh, anyway, we should have two guys on tonight. John and RJ should be showing up here shortly. And uh, should have a pretty good show. Uh, the three of us get going pretty good. I've got quite a few things I've looked at. I was looking at right before the show started. I was just reviewing some up to the minute news. And I don't know, is that John or is that RJ? That's John. John. <laughs> I knew it was. <laughs> I just said John or RJ was going to be on. Uh, I was thinking five four one five four one. Is that John or RJ? That's John. <laughs> How you doing, John? Oh, I'm okay. You've been watching the. Uh, I just put on here tonight. Show is going to be current events. I mean, that's pretty much all we do these days. But that's all we got. I mean, it's the government always stomping us, uh, stifling us. Somehow they're tying our hands behind our back. I mean, we, we really ain't got to fight and anything goes on out there. All we can do is sit in the corner, gagged and bound, and watch the action out the window. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. That is a fact. You know, the Indians have captured the white race, and all we can do is watch the rest of the bullshit go down. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's feeling pretty puny. Yeah. Watch. But you know how it is. We're the warmongers of the world, and uh, once we get involved, we, we're going to automatically take over. But we're we're going to have to. Uh, uh, we're going to have to uh, 
sit back for a while and wait for a lot of the government offices to be working come out. I mean, there's these niggers are going to have to pilfer and raid cities and move out into small towns before we can even come out of hiding. Shit, they're they're taking over. They're not going to have to do that. I mean, they're. It, it is unbelievable what's going on out here. I mean, all that's on is niggers. You know, I was I was telling RJ today when he called. I went. I was. I had to go to the bank to get some papers done, and uh, I had to wait. And I was I was sitting there for about forty minutes, and there was not one person in the bank that spoke English. <laughs> I didn't hear no anybody shit. speak English the whole time I was there. No. Nope. Hey. Nope. Of I'm sorry. I Not see Fourth of July. Private gun club, you know, members only. To be a member, you can uh, apply, and you can either get in or you can't. Well, this Muslim applied and came in. It, but, you know, part of the rule, she must not have read the rules or the handbook because you, you can't have your face covered. And she come in wearing her burqa, <laughs> thinking that, you know, it's all right. And then, and then she's all offended and hurt when they ask her to remove it. And, and uh, then they're mad. now she's even more mad because they've uh, taken a membership and refunded her money and everything. But, uh, uh, She's hostile and wants, you know, something to happen. Basically, like what uh, Morris Dees did to Reverend Butler. She wants to sue him for $60, 70000000 million for racial discrimination. Yeah. Well, they they understand the rules in America, and we have stupid rules. Uh, you know, they, they come to this country, and then they want to change it to, to make it suit them. And it... You know, that's where I think, uh, you know, we need to get some balls and stand up to these people and say, look, you're fucking in America now. You know, this is how we do things. You need to conform or get the fuck out. Right. They want to manipulate the wording and everything and twist it and turn it to their advantage. And the Constitution's written pretty fucking clear. I mean, you come here, you can practice your own religion and... And whatever you want, you can spread the word any way you want, but you can't cut motherfuckers' heads off. You can't wear your fucking, you're not, you can't, never in my life have you ever been able to wear a mask and fucking sunglasses into a bank. There's no way you're going to be able to walk into a bank or private fucking gun club with a burqa. Yeah. But that's what the, they don't understand. They're letting all these people into this country that have grown up hating us. You know, they've been taught in schools to hate Americans and they're letting all these people in the country. And when the shit hits the fan, what do you think's going to happen? You think they're going to, you know, side with us? Fuck. No, they're not. They hate us. And we're letting them all in here to, they to hate just us. take over. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We're, well, they, we're they, in for a rude they, awakening. They, they call Jesus huh? a Jew, you know, and they call Jesus a Jew, but we all know he wasn't. And uh, <laughs> and so and the Muslims hate the Jews. So really, they're here to rub out Christianity. I mean, uh, and the way our constitutions wrote is 
yeah, you can come here and have a peaceful demonstration with your religious belief, but you can't go run and them and others. I mean, if we could do that, the Klan would be still alive and rolling since 1960. You know, there wouldn't have been no change in the way things were done. It's the way it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I don't know why that. I don't know why it happened the way that it did, but. I, you know, I I just I don't understand. They're they're just letting all these people in, and those are the people that are gonna gonna eventually they're gonna want to kill us. You know, they're all these Muslims, especially. You know, they're they've grown up that you know if you're not Muslim, you you don't belong. You should just be dead. And they're letting all of these people yeah. in here. And what do they think is going to happen? You know, I mean, is this their plan to, you know, wipe people out? I mean, most of the most of the politicians that, well, I don't even know most of them anymore. You watch the news and it's, you know, fucking Indians everywhere, niggers everywhere, and everybody, everything but yeah. white people. And, well, you know, I mean, I see that as a takeover, and I don't see anything good coming out of that. Not a thing. You know, on the... The, the Jewish Bibles wrote to where everybody, if you're not Jewish, is just basically cattle. And if uh, and if a uh, Jew go out and uh, has sex with a 12, 13 year old girl, it ain't nothing more than bestiality. So it, it's not yeah. uh, a religious crime or even a crime at all in the Jewish belief. But you don't see the Jewish people running around doing that shit. Not in America, maybe in their own country, but they don't do it here. They might slip in one well, or two. A... I mean, hell, the Catholic do it too. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, but, there's I mean, just a lot about... of. Huh? About what? There's a lot of what? I say, you, you know, said the you Catholic hear more about. You hear more about it with the Catholic priest messing with the children than you do the Jewish priest. Oh. Running out and raping white children that ain't Jewish. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, there is a uh, great divide religion. in this country right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we all, and you know, every, you know, that they act like, okay, you got your borderlines, but when you go into like Chicago, you got your little Italy where all the Italians gather. You got your little Poland where uh -huh. all the Polish gather. You got your fucking nigger town, little Africa where the Africans gather. You got your fucking little China, Chinese gather. And they all gather and they try to stick to their own kind and they try to help each other out. And they try to help their own kind prosper. But now when you get over here in this white neighborhood, you're not allowed to have that all white neighborhood you're not allowed to have the fucking little you know american area yep. white american area uh caucasian no 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 we got to flood that with mexicans and everybody else but and, yep. and why is that i mean we can't have our we're not allowed to have pride apparently not yeah i that you know that's oh, because basically what i've been saying is that it's like all, you know, little Italy, all the, all these people are all birds, but they don't, you know, birds of a feather flock together, not 
all the, you know, you don't see, you know, fucking geese hanging around with, you know, parakeets and shit. This doesn't happen. And that's what I've been saying. These yeah. people tend to congregate except for these, you know, these other people that, that I don't, I don't know what they want to be. You know, they, it's like niggers, yeah. man. They got, you know, the black firefighters association, the black chiefs of police association, the, the NAACP, the black this, the black that. And now a lot of, you know, they, they have these Muslim groups and they have all these other groups, which we, we can't have a white group. If you have a white group, you know, oh my God, no. we're going to raid them and, you know, put them all in jail. I, don't, I just, you know, well, I, I think we're... The white races always been conquerors everywhere we went. There was a time when we were slaves. There, every race on this earth has been a slave at some point in time or another. But after that, yeah. we gotten strong in our slavery time, and we come and took back over. And ever since then, the white man's been on top. And uh, we are warmongers, and we're conquerors. We come to, there's RJ right here. We come to our, uh, we, 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 you know, we come here, we made this great country. Now everybody wants to come here and make it their great country, which ain't so great. Well, by What's letting on, everybody in, that's where they made their big mistake. Yeah, yeah. And if they, they come in legally, though, John, it ain't bad. I mean, even in the Old Testament, the Bible, uh, God sent Abraham down to live in the land of the Canaanites. And he told him, you can live there. And you can live amongst the Canaanites, he said. But when it comes time for your son to pick a wife, send him home to your father's land. That means don't pick one of the fucking oh, yeah. bitches. Go home and get one of your kind. Yeah, and I mean, that's what we're all supposed to do. I mean, if we're down on purgatory, on those where they're drawn from town to town, you're Mexican, nigger, Chinese. Yeah, I like a Chinese food. I am so fond of soul food, but I don't mind a little Mexican food now and then. And I'm sure I wouldn't mind Swedish, yeah. and I like German food too. And I would hit each of those areas and get what I like. Just like we did when we were, yeah. when America, when the world was young, they jumped on ships and they traveled to those countries and they ate those foods and them traditions back and showed our people what they were eating there. But you know, they tried to pick out the food that looked like they was eating at home. Also, they weren't going to be eating fish eye sandwiches. <laughs> but I tell you what, we are way beyond that now. I was when I was in the bank oh. b before I left. While I was sitting there waiting, they actually had they had a big they had four. It was like four big screens making one big wall <coughs> thing for advertisements, and it said, "If you're transgender, you can you can apply for some shit to get your name changed, so they can put it on all your accounts, so that your your account." Uh, uh, represents who you are so you could you know put some whatever kind of fucking name you want on there i was watching a movie last night on netflix and i was watching and there was this one girl on there and i thought man she is fucking ugly she looks like a man and i kept watching it and then figured shit she was a man and they that was part of the uh you know the program that they you know bringing these fucking queers and shit in there and 
all the other I've tried, I started watching a lot of other shows, and you watch them and you're going, oh, there's something's not right here. And when the you know the girl kisses the girl or the guy kisses the guy, that's when I turn it off. And it's on it's on every right. show. They're they're having uh, t- actually TV shows now where they're all black. You know, the white guys are the goofy motherfuckers, you know, that they make fun of. I watched a bunch of stand-up comedy yeah. uh, the other night, and it's all niggers making fun of white people. I mean, it, it just yeah, makes blood you boil. Make fun of the huh? Yeah. It's all niggers what? fucking making fun of white people, but if you made fun of them, it's racist. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they and one of them, he, he you know he was one of the I don't know the second or third guy. They I mean they mixed them up. They had white girls and black girls and guys and whatever. But he comes up there and he goes, yeah. He goes, you can't say nigger. And I'm like sitting there in bed going, yes I can. I fucking say it all the time, you know. But they they think that's uh you know the holy grail that you know. They can say it, but you can't. And it's, I mean, it just everything is yeah. so fucked up, man. I, I just, I don't even, ah, man. I don't even know what to say anymore. I said, wait a minute. You, know, you allow some white people, you nigger. Like the kids that are gangbanging with you and shit, wearing their hat fucking sideways. They come up and say, nigger, what's up? But let, you know. It, usually if it's me or you, they act like they want to fight, but then when they realize you will fight, suddenly they don't suddenly want to fight so much. And then uh, uh, you're suddenly become real cool. But that young guy that always looks over his shoulder before he says nigger, they're on top of that motherfucker talking shit. And, I mean, they accept it a little more when you call it, say it out loud or say it to their face. But when you got to look over both shoulders and then whisper out niggers kind of loud, I mean, that's the guy that's really racist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just see what I see decay everywhere in this country. I really do. It's just going to shit. I don't care what they think and I'm not racist. I just I, right I, give yeah, I don't care what they think. So I think uh, we're more real than we are anything else. But don't bring that to my uh, door. Say, say don't be out there posting your You know, uh, that shit ain't going to fly. Yeah, I don't know what, what the fucking deal is, man. They're... I don't know. I don't have the answers. I, look, I wish I did. I, I... That nigger runs around and acts like a white kid, and he's got morals and respect. And uh, and he's down there in your neighborhood, you know, and he's got him a little black girl he's fucking seeing on the side. She's all black. Her parents are both black. His parents are both black. I mean, like I said, he's respectful. That's okay. But if he's going to be out tagging on my corner, busting out my car windows, stealing my shit, acting like he's some kind of gang-banging thug. That's a nigger, and I don't want him on my block. I, I mean, don't want any of them on my block. That's understandable. 
I really don't either. But I mean, if I gotta have them, I'm I'm only gonna tolerate a respectful one. Come down here getting out of pocket and disrespectful, you're gonna have problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be with yeah. anybody. I mean, I got. <coughs> yeah, I got a deer down here. I can, you know I can't do nothing about it. He just moved in uh, two doors over from me in the woods. Cut him a hole back there. Put him a camper back there. Full-time camper. You hear when he's home, you hear the generator go rolling. Ah, uh, his old lady. She, they, uh, she might be a half breed. I don't know. She looks white, but they got two kids, and she's a traveling nurse. They're never here. When they are here, you never see him. He's very private. He's stockpiling. He, he thinks like we do, bug out, hide out, get in the woods. Um, you know. Oh, so he's going to bring more diggers down you. there, and you're going to be in a fucking bigger <laughs> neighborhood. I don't think he yeah, you better better stop him the stop him the fuck <laughs> out right now, or next next time there's going to be twenty of them out there. They're like roaches. I want that shit. I don't care get if we get together and do a goddamn rain dance. You can stay off my place and we'll be just fine. It's your neighborhood. You know what I mean? It's my neighborhood. I mean, you can't do nothing about it. They're buying up the houses. There's, I live too far out. How long could he possibly last? Well, I don't know. They can't hand the solitude. Once they get... Once There's they get you know, 15, 20 of them out there. He's already scared of the bears out there. He's the bear come up. <laughs> He's very smart, you know. None of them are. <laughs> he puts his trash can with a plastic lid, no straps. That little bear smells that food. He comes right. He don't put the buckets way out away from the house either. He puts them right up by the house. He got a couple big great dates, but they won't go outside and fuck with no bear either. You know, <laughs> they ain't fucking dumb. They smell a bear. <laughs> go get that bear, bear yourself, nigger. <laughs> He can last long, God. What's he gonna do? Go get conservation. Uh, say that racist ass bear keeps pushing over his trash cans. Nobody else's. That'd be telling a cop. Yeah, it's bear must have ate him. I don't know where he went. Yeah. He was here one oh, day and he just disappeared. Like I don't know. And that's more likely what'll happen. I mean, he's, he's out there trying to scare the bear away, push it away, and shit like that. Something's gonna, you're gonna hear about it in the news. It ain't gonna be me. <laughs> I kill him with kindness. Yeah. He's my I'd be, I'd be throwing a lot of, yeah. a lot of bait around that guy's house. You know, get some little bear oh, treats really? and throw them all over the place. Hey, don't forget beers love peanut butter. Peanut butter? Yeah, but you know. Peanut brittle. They love peanut brittle. Oh. Wow. 
I'd be hanging that shit oh, around his house wolf. like Christmas ornaments. Hey, wild animals all think alike. You know, it's nature of the beast. And I can tell you right now, um, don't eat niggers. They look like whale shit. <laughs> Huh. And no other beast on earth eat them either, I don't think. A cat might kill them, but I don't even think he eats them. He just leaves them for dead. Yeah. Oh, that'd be all right. Saying, they say the, the humans the worst tasting meat on earth. That, but, you know, there's cannibals and shit out there eating it. And they're saying these Democrats are eating babies and feeding them to us. That's the whole big old deal over abortion. It's a billion dollar industry. Uh, I mean, they're using those placentas and shit to put right in our sodas. Uh, they're using all a lot of other parts they sell for stem search, research and shit like that. Uh, I, I could see why there's a big fight not to have abortions. Good Lord. I'm, going, I'm tired of eating that shit and drinking placentas in my soda. They went to court over it and the and the food drug industry won over top of Really? I think it was Pepsi Cola, wasn't it, RJ? That got sued. Wasn't it Pepsi Cola, RJ? I think it was Pepsi, yeah. Must have stayed. Yeah, I thought it was Pepsi. Coca-Cola uses some too. Uh, but what are they? Uh, what are they putting in it? What are they putting in it? The placenta, like uh, the cord, fucking belly button. They just cut those off and toss them off to the side. They used to let the mom take them home. The fuck Remember, they like, yeah. They dry them out, the, they crush them up, and they do something with them. It's a uh, flavor Where'd you added. hear that? I see really? it. I read it on TV on the fucking. I'll, I'll send you the And I never heard that. Ain't that fucked up? Oh. Yeah, they're feeding yeah. us baby parts, man. It's in everything in your cereal. McDonald's is being sued over it right now, I heard. I'm not sure. I just heard it through a grapevine type of source. They say that uh, there are baby parts in their meat. They're, they they didn't shut them down because they're trying to find out which company's doing it. But you know, Good that shit's Lord. been going on for years. Like I said, they somebody tried to sue Pepsi-Cola and... Uh, and and Pepsi Cola won, so they still got the right to do it. And that just gave everybody the big green light. I mean, it's in your fucking. Well, did that mean that they're they're still doing it, or that they were never doing it? And I I don't know. I hear there's an investigation going on. I heard that out in Arizona. I don't remember who told me that. But I was in just a small town with no McDonald's that they were talking about, you know, the fast food industry. And it's not just McDonald's, it's 
a bunch of them. They're all getting hit with it. And uh, I imagine that they're just getting greedy and putting too much of it in the food for filler. Maybe parts. Parts is parts. Well, I no, I don't. I don't know about that one. I that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, where wh- who and where do they get these babies? Huh? You know that change your that'll change your DNA. That's why all these motherfuckers are flipping out and thinking they're women and shit like that. Their minds ain't right. Ah, uh, it's from partially from part. I mean, does something to you. Well, where where are they getting all these parts? Will they just back up a truck to the dead baby store and, you know, get a bunch of dead babies to grind up into hamburger or some shit? Really? They've gotten gotten so carried away. They've gotten so carried away with abortion right now that out in New York City, when a woman has the kid, they ask her right there, Johnny on the side, she shit out. You want to keep it? And if she says no, they just throw it up on the slab and let it die. And that's what the big thing is right now for abortion because they're letting abort the kids anytime within nine months or after. Okay. And then the the actual rule is way low, like within the first three months. The detective. A life, and you can't take that life. And a lot of the states are Whoa. going against the abortion rule. Well, you know, in the whole state, how many abortion centers are in one state? I mean, how many babies are you really taking in a day? A load or two? I mean, look at Chicago, no St. Louis. Just sitting, you know, uh, then you got your inner size. Like Springfield, you know, uh, Missouri here. Uh, They've rubbed them all out of Missouri. Missouri, you can only have them in one place, and that's where where the fucking blue is real heavy, St. Louis area. Any if, if a bitch down in Joplin wants to have a fucking abortion, she better hope she can find a place in Arkansas, but they shut it down there too. Asa Hutchinson says, we ain't having that shit here either. Man, those preachers don't like that. Neither do the politicians. <laughs> and so, uh, so they're pushing it into the to the major cities. And now, uh, Texas has gotten in on it, and they said it ain't going to happen at all in their fucking state. We're taking all the damn abortion centers out, and then uh, and they're then they're fucking like uh, uh, the high court, the high court in their uh, in their state, uh, what you got there, John? <laughs> uh, am I making I making too much noise? Sorry. What the fuck are you doing, John? I I took my uh, dinner out of the oven and I'm putting foil over it. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. Oh, you some. <laughs> huh? Why? What did it sound like? It sounded like like you had a. 
like you might have had a microphone like, on well, and he was eating potato chips. <laughs> oh no, I was. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm back in the other room now. No, I was. It just I put a chicken in the oven, and I was. Uh, I just took it out. And I was putting foil over it. Sorry. <laughs> I made it. All right. Poor, poor, poor John's out there eating like a poor man. He's eating a fucking hungry man fucking TV dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should be so lucky. We're sitting here talking about. Yeah. I'm not even gonna tell you, John, because you ain't gonna like that chewy ass baby meat you're about. <laughs> yeah, I just. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to take my baby out of the oven and uh, put some foil over it. <laughs> I'll eat it later. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? You've been uh, hanging around with somebody a, else. I believe it was. You've been hanging around the Korean section too long, John. You fucking got your dog in the oven, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't put my dog in the I oven. Mean, I don't even have a dog. God, I wish. Taking up Chinese. What was that? RJ. He's taking up Chinese cooking. He's got. It's not, he don't have oh, a dog. He's got a cat. Yeah, he stole the neighbor's cat. One of those little taco dogs. <laughs> he, he got yeah, one of those little chihuahua. taco dogs. Yeah, with, with an onion on one there. The, 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 the little dogs, the little dogs like that, you can just put in the microwave. Yeah, this is the big chicken. Yeah, yeah. I heard they taste like chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's Everything what they say. Like... Hey, if everything yeah, tastes like chicken, you know, you, so what's it taste like? You can say go. Oh, yeah, everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> I'd say goat. <laughs> What's goat taste like? Yeah, chicken? I don't like goat. <laughs> I ain't never ate it. Tastes I like think chicken, goat, goat tastes like Muslim feet smell. Yeah. Oh, I had lamb. Nasty you ass know, shit. your euro, the Greeks eat lamb. Lamb meat's not too bad. Lamb, I like. Yeah, it's lamb's cooked, right? not goat. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like I like no, a good euro. Like the, you know, Greeks really ain't white, but they're fucking. They got a good euro. <laughs> Once again, travelers, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's me, traveler. Yeah, I don't mind a good travel either. Yeah. Do what? But then you got our travelers to come home soon. Oh yeah, you're getting hungry. No, I said uh, our traveler in California needs to come home soon. Yeah. Yeah, he shit. does. He's talking about in the spring this year. Man. Oh, John, too. Man, just run down to Arizona, yeah. John, and hitch a ride with the boss. 
You know how far you Arizona your mom is? We're going on a little bit. Tell your mom we're loading up. We're going to go see our the sisters. And you just keep driving and driving. She, you know, you don't know where she's going. You keep lying to well, her she, and tell her it's a back road. <laughs> she's in a... I got to stop and see. Fellas. I must, uh, must not have talked about uh, my mom for a while. She's she's in uh, she's in memory care. I, I couldn't oh, no. couldn't do it all by myself anymore. No. So oh, yeah. No, she's no. She she can't. Uh, she can't remember anything. She can't even get her words right she uh she can't hold a pen or uh, anything she can barely hold a fork sometimes um you know she's so you're just sometimes i'm not even sure she remembers who who's there and who's not you know she she just she's in a bad way oh, and it's not going to get any better man, i hate so. to hear that no. Yeah. no, my cousin had the same thing. He luckily was in the military, so they put him in a veterans hospital. And uh, yeah. I, I didn't know him, but I guess he died two years ago, I just heard. I was like, son of a bitch, nobody told me my cousin Kenny died. I didn't like Kenny. Yeah. The ones that fucking I like, they don't fucking tell me nothing about them. The ones I fucking don't get along with, they rub in my face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. That's that's the way it goes. So you got the house to yourself, man. You throwing big parties? Uh, uh, the hookers a beer? Hell no. Hell no, man. I you know I I kind of thought that you know it's like oh this is. You know, I'm gonna have lots of time on my hands and all that. I I'm probably busier than I thought I was gonna be for sure. You know, just trying to so they, you know take care of crap, do all those things. I spent half the day at the you know going back and forth from the freaking bank trying to get some papers notarized. I still didn't get them notarized. I had to come back and call uh, the attorney and tell them they got to send me different papers and. So now I'm gonna wait and see what they do. You know, it's just this little shit like that that just comes up and you know fucks up your whole day. I call that a monkey wrench. You but know, you anyway. catching monkey wrenches. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say I, I'm running around you know, putting out fires. You know, bad man. What what's that? What's well, all the game or the What's that game where the things pop up and you hit them with a hammer and another one pops up over here and you hit that with a hammer? You know, you just keep going around and around. That's kind of what I'm doing. Whack-a-mole, yeah. Whack-a-mole? That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here playing whack-a-mole. Going to get shit done. (laughs) That's how I feel, man. I'm doing the same thing about cars are breaking down. The van's got fucking head uh, gasket off that. The bracket that holds the the bolt, one bolt that holds the bracket onto the head, 
you gotta have something you need like a half socket and then uh a breaker bar on it that you can only move about two inches and then if that don't break the fuck yeah. i don't know you know uh yeah so you, I you're sound like you're doing what i'm doing yeah yeah i'm chasing now i've been yeah. to town three times we, buying we. different socks yeah <laughs> two different breaker bars i bought another shorter breaker bar today uh it's got to be half inch drive uh twisted off a three eighths drive in the bucket uh, uh an extension just twisted it in half. so well the bolt's pretty thick it's thicker than a fucking extension <laughs> an aluminum motor imagine that you can't get a torch on there to heat the fucking bolt up the, the area is too tight uh can't hardly see the uh, bolt head you gotta feel it and see it with your fingertip that's how they do that the new shit. i remember uh, huh? uh my old lady had a she had a an hhr and the headlight went out and she went down to have them put a new headlight in it they had to take the whole front end of the car off like you got to be kidding me luckily i mean they of course they have the the right tools so it only takes them like 15 minutes but i mean if you didn't have that tool and you started trying to you know get into the headlights shit should be there all day like i wonder well, maybe yeah, they plan that I, shit once i get this i'll have the tool but how often does the head gasket go out once you change it, it it's good for what another 20 years yeah. But I'll have that fucking tool years from now when that motherfucker goes out. If the man don't jump out first. You'll be <laughs> You'll be running around asking all your friends if they blew a head gasket because I got the thing to take it off now. <laughs> right. You'll oh, be running boy, running around trying to say, help. Yeah, when you get to that front bolt, the back. That front uh, head bolt that's in the back side. Give me a call. I got the socket that you need. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I'll come to your rescue. <laughs> that's right. It might not just be Chevy, Chevy Venture. It might be a couple other. I got I got a whole rack of the sockets. So if it's a different size, you know, it might be a bunch. They all use the same design. Just put their name on it. I Good mean, Lord, I, I can't even thing. change a fucking headlight. You can't change a headlight? I don't think I'm very mechanical. Apple 40 board together. I just dragged it out of the weeds. What is it? A 49 Ford pickup. Oh, yeah, I saw the pictures. Good Lord. You're going to yeah. fix that all yeah. right now? Yeah, I'm going to slam a motor in it. What about, all, what about all the other cars? I'll slowly get to them. I got the jack slam. I got enough to be busy for a minute. I had to take the rims and mm-hmm. tires off the 66 Ford pickup. 66 is running. It just needs some body work done to it. And then uh, and a paint job. And 
uh, the truck that I drive is that 89 Chevy and that that runs real yeah. good right now. That's the one I drive. Driver, yeah. And I got that old dually for pictures put on it and I uh, hit a tree with it out in the woods. I was riding on the choke, just putting real slow. And there's an area where two trees had grown up and they just keep getting fatter every year. And uh, I went to weave like I like you should get through them, but uh, just it was just a little too big, man. And it caught just the edge of my, I thought my fender, but it looks like it just pushed my fender back the more I look at it. The uh, headlight frame and broke the headlight and crunched the fur of my hood. So I need a hood and a headlight for like a 72 Ford Dually. But that's got a brand new crate motor sitting in it, a 390. And uh, the guy I bought it off of, he also had a brand new crate transmission put in it. That's a one-ton training. Brand new, straight from O'Reilly's. Great motor. Great training. Yeah. So and I only gave 800 bucks for the whole fucking thing. It's got a straight exhaust. I've drove it to town and back a couple of times, but like I said, the big deal is, is down here, everything's got to be safety tested. And uh, the back brakes are fucking 90 bucks a set, what, 15 years ago? They're probably about 150 bucks a set right now. So I don't know. Whoa. I'd have to check. But that 390 motor I'd like to put in that little Ford, and I got, got a 306 that's been damn near that I had given to me. I got another one sitting out there to take some parts off of it. Uh, uh, a like I need the rod caps. I'm missing three of them. And the guy when he rebuilt the motor, AC told me the guy didn't put new rod bearings and main bearings in it. But the guy put new pistons, new cam. Uh, I don't know about a new oil pump. It don't look very new, but an oil pump never does. After it's been submerged in oil, they all look gummy and nasty, even you know, just a little short period of time. And uh, why didn't he replace so, everything while well, he had it out in the park? I don't know. And so, when he put it in the truck, it spun a main bearing and uh, a couple main bearings. So, he shut it off right away, he heard it and uh. Took it in and, oh, and took it into AC and had AC put main bearings in it. But meantime, he found a different motor for the car, a 302. Told AC keep the motor for his time, and uh, AC gave it to me for helping him out a little bit. But I was, it's got a fucking, it's got a four barrel intake for a 306, man, and I got a fucking set of headers for a 300. So I'll put that on the. Pull that dually just fine. It's a workhorse. It's real low geared. It, that's what it needs. It's a straight six motor. That's a work motor. Jeez. I can put the 390. Put 390 in the motherfucker. We got a 49 Ford. We got to start picking up some some parts so uh, RJ can build his motorcycle. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. Build up a trike, man. So you can uh, make make hey, RJ, the journey. You need, like, uh, you need one of them. Uh, you need to build something like one of the most slingy slot shot dragsters, and, and be straddling the motor 
with the fucking uh with the with the bike front end on it with a steering car steering wheel well right now i've got the uh i've got a complete set of prints for the frame with the uh everything that needs to be cut with the cut list and everything so i've got the frame and everything ready i just need the metal to cut the parts off for the frame uh then all i need is a motor and a nine inch uh four rear end and a few other little things and we'll be able to go 100 to a fucking 206 seconds you know <laughs> Hey, I got, I got, I got three, four, nine-inch rear ends. I got two that I'm using, but I got a spare one. And uh, and no, you don't have a You don't have a spare one. You don't have a spare one, Mel. Oh, I already yeah. got that one. You got that one right. That's what I was gonna. That's science right there. What are you putting in a Ford motor? Hmm. Nice little 302 in that son of a bitch, like I had in the race car. <laughs> little C4 nice. transmission behind that. That old Thunderbird out there by the campgrounds got a 302. If I'd have known I was going to build a trike, man, I'd have just took my fucking race car apart and used all the parts off that son of a bitch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a nice try. Hey, you see that one that guy built uh out of an old flathead motor? Uh it was on Facebook a few years back, floating around. It was painted, he did it right, had everything powder coated with the silver nuts around it. It was just one of those little videos that was going around. He was out in the country road shit getting it on an old uh trike with a flathead. You ever I see that? I don't believe I've seen that. I don't think I've ever seen that one, but I've got my powder coating guy waiting on me to get the fucking frame done and everything. Yeah, so we'll oh, see what yeah. happens. I don't know. Well, you'll definitely you be have down it ready for, to roll by down summertime. Down well, that I don't know about. Unless I suddenly get a fucking uh, windfall of money. It may not. Well, it, it'll be close. I don't. It'll be close. I'm playing the Powerball tonight. It's up to four hundred and fifty-five million. <laughs> the last one I tried, now I couldn't even. I couldn't even hit one number on that last yeah. one. Shit. I just that was play me. it every now and again. It gets high like that. I play it for a few weeks. It's like gambling, you know. I used to go down to the boat, a couple girls I knew, and uh, I put a ten dollar limit on my pocket. I'm not a gambler anyway, you know. It's stupid to me. I go in there and I had like ten bucks worth of fun. I walk around and uh, it's looking at watching the people gamble is more fun for me than it is to uh, do the gamble. They're so into it. I mean, most of them are. Like alcoholic, you know, and uh, you can just see a man dead eye on whatever it is they're doing, man, like like a shark on a fish, you know, and uh, it's it's just wild to see it like that. 
all in one area conglomerate. It'd be like going to a horse track, I guess. They're all bet junkies. Bet, 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 bet. <laughs> I'm not into it like that. I once or twice. I'll lose 10 bucks and it's over. I ain't going to keep betting all day long and end up betting the farm. You know, and if I win something, I might talk, I might give it another try with uh, a partial of the winnings. I've never been lucky enough to win, but. Hell, I mean, for a fucking $2 ticket, it's worth a try at fucking $533 million. You don't play, you can't win at all. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, you I, I, you like know, you always hear that. Either. Huh? Always hear what? You always hear that story, you know, the guy's down. He, I just went down to the store to get a six-pack of beer, and I thought I'd pick up a, a Powerball ticket because $533 million. Sure, I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always some old Joe. Never. The one I always hate like help with it. The one I always hate is when I'm on the when I'm on the road traveling around Wisconsin and shit. The fucking stories I always hate is I'll stop into a gas station uh, 20 miles from my house, right? I won't buy a ticket, but the guy behind yeah. me bought a ticket. He fucked the goddamn lottery. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, never stand behind me. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, that's how it is. Our day, fuck it, I forgot what. But uh, it would be nice. And what would guy do with that much dough? I'd probably have a fucking heart attack, die in Brooklyn, find a way to spend it all. Oh, I'd have a lot of happy friends. <laughs> I mean, family. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. We'd all be having some fun, guys. I'd like, I'd like to give it a try. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, there'd be a lot of sad motherfuckers in my life that didn't get a fucking dime from me. I know that. <laughs> and that same car would yeah. be a lot of happy motherfuckers. <laughs> A lot of happy sons of bitches, but they they all got a patch on their back. The other motherfuckers, they got shit coming. Yeah, same here. I I just uh, man, you know. And don't worry, John. You're one of them. You're it. <laughs> what what am I? Uh, you're in. I said, don't worry, what? John. You're one of them. She says she wins. You're one of what them. What? Ranks right up there with the end. Oh, I'm going to get some. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to get a hearing aid first. <laughs> going to get what? I can't hear you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? 
We'd have fun, boys. What? We can all retire. Uh, uh, yeah. A club hall. <laughs> you just you just go in and build a court with houses all around it, and everybody gets one. That's right. Wouldn't that be nice? I, I would, I'd probably try to call yeah. Missouri. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. We don't want to do David Koresh like that. We got to spread out a little bit. <laughs> uh, we got spread. We got spread out. We can't all be up in one tight little area where they can circle around. Well, it, it would be a really big area. <laughs> but but it would have a court. It'd have other buildings too. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, it would be a. <laughs> it would be my kingdom. Yeah, I'll oh, be the boy, emperor. Be the We'd, all We'd all have a count card. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty of us, thirty of us on one bank account. Forty of us. <laughs> That's about our core. Yeah. You know? 40, 50 of us. Yeah. Uh, that's our tight core. I mean, we're the guys that have been in it since since I can remember. Uh we we we've all we we've all become veterans in the sadistic souls, man. We we got almost a ten, ten years over ten years. For me, I I I mean I, I got in in twenty ten, I think. I was Darian Nation before that. RJ was with another group before that. RJ spent his whole life in the white power movement. Yeah, way too many right, RJ? years. <laughs> oh, fuck. I yeah. think I've been doing this since I was uh, 15, 16 years old, brother. You know? So I'm. Yeah. In a lot of. Years. Yeah. Shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really old. Really, really old. I still ain't shit. I didn't get into the white power movement until the 90s when I was in my 20s. But before that, I was running around. I wasn't no better than niggers. I was running around selling drugs. I, don't, uh, I wasn't fucking marking places and stealing and robbing and fucking. Uh, I wasn't vandalizing and all that other bullshit. I mean, I was respectful. I come knock on a guy's door. If he didn't answer, I left. <laughs> He'd be calling me anyway because he already did or I wouldn't be knocking on his door. <laughs> That's the way I always operate. I didn't like that traffic coming to my house. So you call and I'll, I'll come show up at your house and see what you want. Usually I got what you need in my pocket. <laughs> the grocery bag never. <laughs> Uh, what a way got, to run a you business. You know, I got real paranoid. Hey, there for a while, I'd let them weigh their own bag, you know. Uh, guy can never say you ripped him off if he put the fucking product in the fucking bag itself, right? But here, you weigh yeah. your own shit, dude. I'm going to sit here and talk about you guys. <laughs> hey, you want to weigh a couple, couple of your, face, your bag, too? <laughs> oh, no, or you want to weigh your own bag? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. God, I remember the day when they didn't waste shit. No, me too. Just grab a handful, throw it in the bag, and roll the top over. Yeah. yeah that, that looks like about two bucks. fingers. Ten dollars. I was I was at the tail end of that. I'm a young guy. <laughs> I was at the tail end of that uh, stuff, and I paid forty for for a full bag. Twenty for a half bag, and ten dollars for a dime. Five dollars for a nickel. Well, and if you was gonna ask joint, the motherfucker just give you two of them. <laughs> R J probably remembers, you know, back in the olden days when you know we used to do this shit, you know how they did it, you know, and then you check for scams oh, and. Dudes and <laughs> just just the throw a couple of handfuls in there and go, yeah, that looks good. Having free love orgies in downtown City Park, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey John, are you, the guy are, you the, are you talking the old days with the four-finger lids? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that looks about right. right. That looks about right. You owe me fucking ten bucks. Yeah, they didn't worry about it back then. Now they waste shit. Good lord. I know it. Bringing bringing keys across, bringing fucking bales across the border for fucking yeah, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a good boy now, officer. I, I I do everything by the law now. I I'm reformed. Yep. <laughs> yes, I am. Nothing like reminiscing over past crimes that we've already been convicted of. <laughs> At least we can do is talk about it. Yeah. Like an yeah. AA. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what I told my son? It's all good, but uh, fast cash won't get you nowhere, dude. It's fast to come and easy to go. I, I made a lot of money, and it all went fast. I, where's it at, he says. I said, it's gone. You know, you just throw your hands up in the air like confetti because that's how fast cash goes. It's That's why it's called fast cash. It comes fast, and it goes fast. And then your house goes Well, the more, <laughs> more you make, the more you spend. Yeah, the more time you do. <laughs> well, just just the more you spend. You'd be more like me and not have any money, and then you don't spend any. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Did you, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I don't know. When I was selling weed and shit, man, I had to be able to get around, so I'd put money for gas and stuff like that. I didn't have them, so I had to have somebody drive me. Pay a driver, but I was picking up quite a bit, dropping quite a bit off in different places. Uh, I was just really a middleman, man. A guy fronted it to me, and I ran around and dropped it off for money. And then when I come back, I give him his money. He didn't know the guys. I knew the players, and then he, I knew the guy with the big stash, and I went there, uh, and he pretty much have whatever I wanted. <laughs> there you go. It was too go. easy. 
Uh, right, and that's what got me caught up and put in jail because it was too fucking easy, man. Uh, and then you get you, when you you get carried away and you slip, and then they get you. They set me up, but you, that's, you're slipping if you let them set you up, right? Yeah, they got me pretty good. They hit yeah. me with two residential burglaries that I didn't even do. But I had the merchandise in my house, and I never would take merchandise. That's how they caught me. I broke the rules one time for one very good friend. And uh, as soon as he walked out of the house, I had a funny fight. And it wasn't, but two weeks later, they were picking me. The next day, they kicked my door in for fucking uh, warrant for drugs, and they walked straight to my bedroom and picked up the two items he left, a CD player and a small uh, colored TV with uh, remote control. Uh, his old lady was moving in with him. His mom was a crackhead. She she told him straight up, you're out of prison, you're a monitor, you got a job, you can take care of yourself. The house is yours and everything in it. I'm going to live with the niggers and smoke crack until I die. Shit you not. That's why what she told him. Straight to his face. Little fucking gym bag just packed as full as she could get it. Looked like the zipper was ready to pop open at any time. And she said, and I'm leaving right now, David. So have a good time. And she left. And she did. Man, she fucking walked straight out the door and hopped in the car and peeled out and went straight to Rockford to live with the niggers and smoke crack until she died. Was a few months later, you know, his old lady was pregnant. Oh, wow. was, uh, Lord. He come by and was selling me the TV and CD player. I asked him, is it stolen? Because that's his thing, residential burglary. And he said, no, no, I swear, Mel, I've been working. I'm on the home monitor. Uh, and uh, and uh, my old lady's pregnant. He says, I need to buy a baby crib. And I was like, man, you can't just go hock dad at a fucking pawn shop and come back with money. That's, I mean, that's on you. You know, that's your shit. I don't want, I don't, I don't got no, oh man. I said, yeah. uh, you know, he just got out. My old lady's pregnant. He's my really good friend. I'm broke. I said, okay, man, I'll do it this one time just for you. But he wanted a, like a whole quarter pound for those and i said no i'll give you an ounce each and i'll sell you a couple more ounces for uh a fair deal but he would never come back and get any more weed because when i called him and said hey man what's up he said i didn't tell on you like <laughs> just like oh, that man. hey man what's up I you to, hey Mel, yeah, how what, you doing i didn't what me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good Lord, man. I said, well, why don't you come and see me? Talk to me. I, I got to know what the fuck's going on here, you know? And uh, he said, well, the judge told me not to come around and talk to you, so I can't come to your house. I said, okay, meet me out on a gravel road. He said, uh-uh, you'll kill me. I said, why would I kill you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know... You know, yet at that point, who had told on me? I was still confused. Sure, looking like he did. Say, yeah, I, I might after you after you talk to me. Talk to me. I might want to kill you afterwards. I don't know. 
Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good uh, clue when maybe. you call him and he goes, I didn't do it. <laughs> Sounds like a four-year-old. Yeah. I didn't do it. I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you must see me. No, you killed me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have to guess why I might do that. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, so I drug it out. Fucker. All the way to the end. He swore one him. One man, one me. Fucking finally, I'm ready to go to jury trial. My lawyer says, David's upstairs going to come down and testify on you right now. The deal for six years is still on. David, I think you canceled this jury trial today. <laughs> but if you don't take that jury trial, they're going to try to get an extended term and shoot for 15 or 20 years, Well, Can you win? Wow. I ain't got no. No, I can't win. I, I don't even have. Nobody, we made the deal at my house in my living room at like seven o'clock in the morning. Just me and him sitting there. He would be my whip. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably wasn't yeah. my mistake either. Wow. Uh-uh. I think they gave it yeah. to him because just a week before that, they kicked my door in and three other houses they thought I might be staying at. And uh, for weed, they didn't find not one seed in three houses. And they executed all the three warrants at the very same time. So that clock on Tuesday yeah, that night, was a, they all met that up. Was a good, to... That was a good uh, friend of yours, too, right? That was a good friend of yours. Yeah. Fucker. I bet they had Real something good. on him, and they said, you better give me somebody or you're going to jail. And he gave you up. Yeah. Man. He just got back out of prison. A lady was pregnant. He was having a kid, and he was going back to prison. I don't know what he was thinking. And they was going to with a habitual criminal that uh, carries uh, fucking 40 years. Oh, fuck, man. You know, you, you hear all this yeah. shit, and, you, and then you wonder why all these niggers aren't in jail. You know, what What the fuck? You know, they're, whoa, we go we got the highest murder rate, you know? And it's niggers killing niggers. Hey. Fucking shit. Just in Chicago alone, just this last year, 2021, more niggers died in Chicago than the Klan ever killed. More niggers are dying at the nigger Klan. Yeah. Yeah. And but they say we're racist and we did all this hate and killing and I have reparations for that. But yet they're steady killing niggers faster than the nigger ever died at the white man's hand. Yeah, they're always talking about gun violence and, and all this other shit and it's you know, they're fucking killing themselves. It's niggers killing niggers. It's not doesn't have anything to do with us. They're, and white guys killing white guys. It's all gang related and drugs. So they're you know you know like fuck. Back then, that nigger in the neighborhood, the chief nigger. That was probably the preacher at the church. You know, and the preacher he would show up at yeah. a private meeting down at a council meeting with the sheriff's office and and tell him, 
book, Osama ain't acting right. He's been beating his kids a lot. He's drinking every day. He ain't going to fucking work. He's beating the old lady. They're all starving. Uh, so, so the sheriff and the boys, they get together and they put on their fucking hoods and they ride over there and they got their torches out. And they do a little dance around his house and really drive the fucking fear up high. And old Sambo comes out on the porch, don't kill us, don't kill us. And the fucking Klansman steps up and tells him, you better start acting right, motherfucker. Get the back to work and quit drinking so much. Gives him a chance, you know. And then uh, a week or two later, here's the preacher back down at the sheriff's office saying, look, old Sambo's back at it again, and it's really hurt his wife this time. So the sheriff said, we're going to string old Sambo up and give these, the rest of these niggers you know, we're going to make an example out of him. So they go drag old Sambo out of the house. This time they don't put him in the horse and pony show. They just ride right up to the door and kick it in and drag him out, screaming and kicking him, taking the local tree and hang his ass. It may not hang another nigger for fucking 10 months or a year or two. You know, they wasn't just, they would have hung the whole town and burned it down at that point. That's how they felt. But it was just that, you know, they wanted to report for the whole, whole little village and he comes back and claim the whole neighborhood and tell them, you know, there's two or three niggers acting up. Them are the ones you need to talk to. Just keep them all in line and keep them straight. It was their own people selling them out. Yeah, well, well, they should have burned them all down and hung them all. I mean, we all made mistakes. Uh, they had their chance. Oh, yeah, I know. Now, now look, now look at it. You know, they should have Stopped them all out when they had the chance. Now they're loose and they're, you know, getting political acclaim and all kinds of crap. And, you know, they're on social media and they're fucking taking over everything. It's like, you know, just being overrun. You know, I'm, I'm tired they of never it. Talk about, they never talk about the larger percentage of niggers that stayed on the farm after lingered on them. And, and abolished slavery, uh, three-quarters of the niggers stayed on the farm because they had no place to go. And they asked the farmer, can I still yeah. work for you and will you still pay me food and let me live in this house? And the farmer said, yeah, you know, work for me. Didn't get a job. You still pick me up? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah we'll pick that's when they should have got you know, rid of them. That, yeah. They should have said no, and that's when but, they should have uh, got rid of them. No, he needed them to pick that fucking cotton. He ain't have no goddamn tractor. <laughs> fucking let housing. it rot in the field. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather do that than have niggers here now. But see, they were losing money back then. That's what it was all about. The North wanted the money because the South had all the niggers working for free. They acted like they were working for free, but they had to feed them niggers and they had to house niggers. And, they, and, and any one of the girls that got sick is just like your tractor breaking down. You have to get a mechanic in there, the doctor. If your cow got sick, yeah. I mean, he's the same way. Call the vet in right away. I mean, you can't afford to lose that animal. You can't afford to lose that nigger. They, every one of them got a job on the farm, and that's what they got to do. They live like Amish. They, they basically taught the niggers how to live like they should have taken one for the team. Fucking not do it. Left them on the not even. Fucking quit letting the Jews pull their heartstrings and 
and never bought the nigger no, I know. And, I, and let them just I, sail I, I up. They got, I, I hear they got jobs in Africa. <laughs> go, to, go to fucking Africa. They got jobs. That's where you want to go. Send them all over there. Get rid them. of them all. Yeah. We could uh, get all the plantation owners and all his family to go pick cotton. They could they could go to each other's and you know, they could they could make enough to survive a year, you know, and then they could get new people. People that don't have a job. White people. Rid of them fucking niggers because they're fucking useless anyway. China's moving into Africa, you know, and so uh, with moving into Africa, I was talking about last week too. Is uh, you know, blood diamonds and stuff is a big deal, but who's to say China ain't gonna start selling those blood diamonds on the market? Saying no, I mean, what are you gonna call him a liar? No, those diamonds were harvested in China, and see, he's gonna oh, be yeah. picking up those same slaving niggers that. That the Muslims are slaving to get the diamonds. Okay. okay he's tied in with Muslims. He's going to sell that Chinese emperor thousands of niggers to go work his opium fields. Want to bet? Yeah, well, when you when you need people, <laughs> you, you go, go there and get them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's going to jump off a bunch of them Chinese. Chinamen that live out in the bush and drop them off down there, probably Africa, to see how they do. They can report right back to him because you know he's going to be planning on taking over Africa like he has the South Pacific. I mean, he's got all the uh, everything goes, all the national, uh, uh, the uh, natural resources go to China from New Zealand, all the uh, they took over the gold mine that they they fought for in Australia in the 80s. All their natural resources. The guy that had a farm, he says, uh, you can't even have a farmer's market anymore because any extra food you grow goes to the government. You can't sell it on the corner no more. A little bit you got left. All the trees, everything. Yeah, I think we're headed to China. The old Gonna be heading for a showdown. Does that sound here. familiar? Yeah. Does that sound familiar? All of our oil, everything's going to China. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's 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 doing the South like that. We pulled out of Iraq. China moved in. Yeah, now they got all our shit. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking Nine billion dollars worth of worth of uh, American know-how and ingenuity in in warfare, and now fucking Russia and China have it all, and they're good. They're tearing it apart. They're trying to reverse, uh, you know, figure out how it all works and shit. Fuck, man. Tell me we're not engineering. Yeah. Tell us we're not fucked. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're going to be fighting us with all our own shit. You know, and we're, we're so far behind. I remember we they talk about near the... Talk about what? Hey, they talk about 
saw blue beams starting those fires, some of those wildfires and other shit that's caught on fire around America. The blue beam come down and strike it. And it's funny because Trump was talking about the new military equipment we got would be more like laser beams, just wipe them right out. And uh, something beyond the military equipment he was having built before Biden come in is going to be unreal. He was talking about it. And uh, I, I just wonder if it ain't laser beams and shit and radio controlled shit where we can, you know, it don't matter if they got that old shit. We can shut it down right dead in the air. We can cut it in half. You can't escape the beam. And they're supposed to be building new I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't heard that. But that would, yeah. That sounds like uh, you know, comic book, uh, you know, ray guns and shit. Star Wars laser beam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that. And, they, I mean they that's can, they what it's really it coming. Now. I think they probably have the technology. Yeah, they really come. They, they they know enough uh, about yeah. all that shit now. size of a refrigerator and they were trying to figure out how to make the uh, laser itself small enough to fit on the machine on the airplane where it's not so big oh, i'd imagine they could do that i mean they could put it in a little pin you know and these guys shine it up at at airplanes and shit they could do that i'm sure they could make it stronger and smaller you know, i don't know what they'd yeah, that's. I don't know how that would work, though. I mean, can you imagine a dog fight over your house and they're shooting all these lasers and they'd be coming down here and hitting your house and shit? You know, where would you run and hide? Yeah. Like, holy crap, they're shooting lasers and stuff. Yeah, but those things will have tracking on them where it hits the target. Wow, knocks it right out of the air. You know how fast a laser oh. will control some speed of light. Okay. You might be moving. All right. I just don't want to. Sound, but that... I, just, I just don't want him to miss and hit my house or hit me or, you know, you know what I mean? You know what they say. As long as they hit, don't have battle hit in bad our country. They usually go out, yeah, out of state, true. out of the country to fight. We tear up well, not when they ever, not. Not when both teams are here, you know. Hey, Eventually, hey, shit's going to hit the fan here. And have to fucking... They're already here, man. And they, you know, they you know, look at the, they did some polls, and they're, they're like split right down the fucking middle, you know, the Republicans and Democrats. 
and and they were talking about it and it's like well they both have their ideology they both really believe in this you know whatever it is that they're doing and they believe this guy's good and they believe this guy's you know bad and vice versa and you know it's just split right down the fucking middle you know within a few points and i just see that as you know civil war Something's going to happen. We got our ideology. It's been around since before the 70s. I mean, Wesley Swift wrote, uh, you know, uh, started the Church of Jesus Christ Christian Identity. And then uh, Pastor Glover was good friends with them. And and he got involved with it. And and then they started the Aryan Nations as a a political group to the the Christian group, uh, Church of Jesus Christ Christian. Why can't we have a political group? Why can't we even have a, a, our own clique? I mean, we should, we ain't no different than these Muslims coming over here and wearing burqas and, and they still go down to their little church. They got it right on the corner. And we already know these dot heads or a terrorist and bombers. We can't point finger at any one of them and say that one there is one. We know that that's their MO, and we're still allowing them to. And they're inside these big temples that they're building, they're, they're teaching and training like it's a fucking military cell. It is. It is. We can't do that because we're white. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, I don't get it. Look at that group they caught. I I mean, boy. A few years back, remember that guy, uh, some Muslim got caught out in the desert and he stole a bunch of kids. He was uh, was, uh, kidnapping kids and taking them out. He was going to have them uh, shooting up schools, trying to shoot up schools. And they had to let him go. Some technicality. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. There's no duty when it comes to kidnapping children and training them to be terrorists. That, that I mean, that man. There's no way should have been released. There's no, no way crime should have been dropped. I understand our laws and our constitution, but that should not have been overlooked. There's always they something have, else they, they have. They have, uh, for back, lack of a better term, they have military training camps in every state here that where they're, yeah, they're they do. you know ongoing they're training muslims to kill us you know they've been doing that for a couple of years now so i imagine they got a whole shitload of people trained and that that hate us and when the you know the the switch gets flipped and and say that we go to you know some sort of conflict or something what do you think's going to happen Every one of them motherfuckers is going to be out to kill us. I mean, you know, yeah, fuck, yeah, we did, you know, we can't say shit, you know, and the FBI, they can't watch everybody, you know, they don't seem to give a fuck because they know that they're going to, you know, go out and and kill the, the, the average white man, you know, they don't give a shit. We're on our own, man. We're on our own. Right. 
see. Nobody going to step in. Yeah, we are. No. Hey, uh, fellas. Speaking of people being on their own, I'd like to make a little bit of an announcement if I can, if you guys uh, allow me to do that. Sure. Okay, here's the announcement I want to make. You know, for 10 years, we've had a, uh, a supporter on our side, and this brother has never, as far as I know, stepped away from the ideals that the various nations puts out there. I get a chance to talk to this guy quite a bit when I can. And for 10 years, he's just been loyal to us. Now, here's what I'm thinking. In my office, which doesn't mean I'm special to anybody, but I just like to fucking do something special for this individual, this supporter. And I want to give him tonight a special dispensation. And what I'm thinking is... I want to give a brother a full patch contingent on his initiation in the future, because I know he's going to be with us in the future, too. And if that's all right with everybody, I think Brother John needs to finally come into the family full time. Can't do that. Yeah, I can do that. They can yell at me all they want, John, but I, I hope I can do that. <laughs> uh, we, we can't do that. Somebody else tried that, and it, it was uh, it was ixnade. It's like, no, you got to wait until, um, you know, somebody does the comos data coste estudia, you know, whatever. So, yeah, that, that ain't going to work. I appreciate it, though. We appreciate that a lot. We could give but him I, that Aryan you know, patch, you know, full Aryan Nation patch on the back. It's not got an MC, but it's sure kept a lot of respect. I mean, uh, we had no. one brother we took to a bike rally with, and they accepted us at the bike rally as Sadistic Souls. You was there, Buckhorn, and uh, when we took country with us under yeah. the Aryan Nation patch, they, they said, you know, we, we, you guys are all right. We like you. You didn't have to bring your hitman with I thought uh, Country showed up, Aryan Nation member there, be a hitman. And hell, he just wanted to go there and see what type of fun bikers have. <laughs> yep. I'm getting me a bike. A lot of fun. I want to join the fun. Good fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and I'll get rid of this Aryan Nation patch. Put on a sadistic souls. Well, you don't ever get rid of the Aryan Nation patch because the Aryan standard goes right over your heart. With that Sadistic Souls patch on your back, you always are an Aryan Nation right. member. Every Sadistic Souls member is an Aryan Nation member, but not every Aryan Nation member is a Sadistic Soul. Right, I understand uh, that, but what I'm saying is, I think uh, I think when you've got somebody that's been around as long as certain certain individuals have, I think we should start looking at the special dispensations. To bring them in, you know what I'm saying, and that's that's what I'm putting up tonight. Is I want to say I want I'm asking for 
all my brothers to ask, I'm asking all my brothers to let me do a special dispensation for one other individual I think is highly deserving of coming in through bypassing the Aryan nations and coming right in with us. Because the motherfucker's been around forever, you know, uh, he's been with us, he's supported us, he's done everything. Uh, just the way you can do it. And I realize he's out of state. You know what I'm saying? I, I realize he's out of state. There's a reason he's out of state, you know. Um, so I think, uh, uh, you know, I think the man is highly deserving. And, you know, if, uh, you know, if we can't, uh, at this point, if, if we, you know, that, that's all I want to say. I, I think he's deserving. I want everybody to think about it. I think he deserves it. Um, I don't know what the rest of the fellows will think, but uh, I think he deserves it. I really do. I appreciate that. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think, you know, and that's that's above my pay grade. Uh, you know, you guys can talk about it amongst yourselves and decide. You know, I, I can't really say anything about it, but I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen, and I understand why. I'm just, you know, I I get real frustrated, and you know, but it is what it is, and I don't know. I don't know. It is yeah. what it is, but I, uh, yeah, we won't discuss well, a lot of politics on on this thing right now. But it, uh, right? I just want that. Just my two cents, you know. I, I want to show the rest of the world that we appreciate individuals that remain loyal to us for so many fucking years. You know, they don't want to. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you know, living out where you're living, you could have went in a million different directions, but you never have. You know? No. Oh. I, uh, and, and well, I, I just think it's actually two words, man. What? So, we made know, better connections out there. The I mean, we've already probably worked on the boss and bring it on the council. I think there was just a couple of guys that had a problem with it. Yeah, I, uh, uh I'll, I'll be working on the boss. I'll be working on the boss. <laughs> You know, uh, but uh, the biggest problem I just, being a well, I want to know day run happen. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of know that he is appreciated. He just fucking uh, he's with us. He's been with us every step of the fucking way. You know, uh, no, he's uh, been with us. Forever. I fucking love John, man. He's my brother. I was so fucking happy John moved here. I had a brother in Missouri to ride with. I, I, we did a little bit of riding here and there. We and I, we stopped in each other's houses here and there. I mean, it's, it was quite a ways away apart. We were a couple hours apart, but not very far, really. It, it's just a long ways to drive. On, it was a nice ride. It hasn't been the perfect marriage, I'm going to tell you. I, I, I admit that. But, you know, it's... It was, uh, 
Yeah, even though it hasn't been the perfect marriage, um, you know, if, if they need somebody to stand up for John, I'll take him on as a fucking uh, under my wing, and I'll fucking stand good by him. It's no big deal, you know. Love John with all my heart. Yeah, it's no big thing. But you know what? I just wanted everybody listening tonight to realize that we are the sadistic souls. We are the Aryan nations. And you know what? Just because you have to go do things with your family does not mean we don't appreciate you. We don't love you. We don't understand that the sacrifices you make for family to not come further into this organization, you know, um, even though he's had to leave the sadistic souls per se, you know, he's still been with us all these fucking years. You know? All he, these he fucking years. He stayed. Oh, you didn't take a little bit of a leave of absence, kind of, I guess. Not really, but kind of. You just left town. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, you know, Man, John had his patch too. He just was uh he didn't make it up there to pick it up. And then he had to leave and then uh boss didn't think that was healthy to go out there like that, not knowing anything about the area being the only sadistic soul uh fucking weeks you drive away, seven days drive to go out there and help a brother. Hmm. I'm thinking though after all these years you know, we're almost time to having John come back to the second family. And uh, I'd like to yeah. see him come back 100%. You know, I mean, it's getting real close. We talked earlier about things that are going on in his life and shit, and I'm going like, you know. And this is another thing for everybody that's listening. You know, it's not like we don't fucking listen to what your problems are. We do, and we understand. And uh, for anybody that wants to come into the statistic souls, we're not fucking brain dead. We understand. We know what the fucking problems are in your lives. Uh, you know. Um, and we can help you deal with them. But, you know, it's like uh, you just got to be fucking honest with us, totally honest with us, when you know what's, when we know what's going on, and we can deal with it. And uh, we are a good multi-faith individual fucking entity that always been and I think we always will be that multi-faith individual entity that people love so much you know they uh, they go like oh the sadistic souls I want to be one of those beer drinking beer swizzling fucking fingered motherfuckers you know but um, yeah. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say man you know it's, it's, it's been a long time it's been a long time coming, uh, and I wanted to use John's example. John is an example tonight of, of uh, you what? know what, the fucking loyalty that fucking comes. You know, some people have so much loyalty to us. I mean, ten fucking years, damn near. You know, and uh, I think that loyalty fucking has a lot to, to me, a loyalty like that has a lot to do with it, too, you know. Um, so, I just thought I'd throw it out there, yeah. brothers, you know. 
Well, I appreciate well, it. You know, I appreciate all of your words, both of you. You know, I really do. It means a lot we to me, especially. I know, John. Yeah. I was going to say, last time we was all together at the house in Wood River, and now we can only drive by the place and take pictures because uh, this year, last year at conference, you know, boss just walked away from the house. He didn't give a fuck what happened to it. He asked everybody in the club if they wanted it. Nobody fucking wanted it. And uh, and so he just walked away. Well, some people's moved into it, and they they're 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 fixing the place up. It's yours. <laughs> That's the last place. Waters. Dennis's house that morning and drove home and got in his truck and drove up to uh, California the next day, didn't you, John? No, you didn't make the route. Uh, not sh- well, yeah, I did it because I, yeah, I left and, and everybody oh, was the there. And uh, yeah, I left that next day. Wow. Yep, and you left the next That was day. a long fucking time ago. Yeah, it, it seems has, like it. Yeah. What year was it? At least four or five uh, years. Boss has been gone. Third year in the desert. Yeah. At least two years before that. You've been gone five years. I'm thinking. At least. I'm thinking five. Yeah, good Lord. That's way too fucking long. It was like. God. It feels like a prison sentence, don't Oh, brother God, John funny. locked That's up what I out there in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. What? Felt like a prison sentence? Yeah. I know you love your mom and yeah, your I... kid does, but you know, you're still oh, a babysitting I mean, job I... for you, John. Well, you know, it, she's she's not the same person. And it's not the same as, you know, just oh. coming here and living with your mom or, or anything. I mean, it's totally different. And it's, right. you know, it's it got its good times and it's bad times. Most of the time it goes from, from bad to worse. Yeah, it's, it's very, very emotional. Yeah. A very emotional time. Yeah. And... and that's uh, that's why to, I don't want to say, but to hear you guys say how much you appreciate me really helps. You know, it's it's I don't get I don't get any recognition for anything ever. You know, for what I'm doing now or what I've done in the past, and, and I really appreciate you guys. You know, that really meant a lot. Right, and it'll. It'll help me get yeah, through it, bro. you know. I'll, you know, I I feel the same way, yeah. you know. Um, like I said at the beginning, I'm not going anywhere. I'm in it for the long haul, so just see what happens and ride it out. But it gets it gets tough at times, you know. Sure it does for all of you, you know, not just me. Oh. So, yeah, so, I mean, we're all white guys. Uh, we're all 
Rough white boys, man. We know what rough is like. <laughs> you know us. We're the same old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know how to survive, <laughs> The thing about poor old white boys, you know, we know how to grow our own food. <laughs> I got I got dumped Some into a big foreigner pit. I don't even fucking have any white people you, around. No. I can't even hey, tell you the last time I saw do, I mean, we take care of our family. I mean, you might have to go do things you don't like, like uh, drop the club and go out to just be with your mom for her last days. I mean. Look, you're right there with her until she could you couldn't do it yourself no more, you know. And the only thing they could do for you probably is what what you got her going through now. I mean, and that's probably the best thing yeah. for her, but still you're stuck. You you can't abandon her out there at some damn hospital where everybody's fucking strangers no. until you become a stranger no, I, yourself. Yeah. I go I go up and see her a lot, but you know, I mean, it things things get a little bit worse, and uh, you know, she doesn't yeah. know a whole lot. You know, it did get where I I just couldn't do it by myself, and and she's getting better care now than if she was here with me. Actually, you know, because there's more of them, and they yeah. can, they're trained to do it. You know, I'm I'm I did as much as I could for as long as I could, and I just couldn't do any more, but. You know, I'm still here advocating for her and, you know, paying her bills and doing all her stuff and going up and seeing her so she has a friendly face, you know. But, yeah, you know, how much of that does she really know? And, you know, I mean, it, hey, it can get pretty deep we, and stuff here, but. Hmm? We don't have a guy like that. They just we put him. Oh. You don't know what they can see or what they know or what they can remember. You only see what's on the outside. You know, we, yeah. we know a guy, he's got it bad. Like, you just put him in the hospital, and I seen him this summer. I asked him, want to smoke some weed? He said, no, man. He's an old fart, too, you know. No. He said, they, I can't. They test me at the hospital. I said, no kidding. How you like it there? I don't like it. They lock the doors. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> oh, wow. I said, well, wow. Yeah, he said, uh, you got to be signed out, you know, and if, if you come, if the guy, if you come back and you, they test you and, you and you test for weed, then they don't let you, that guy sign you out no more. I was like, oh, and, uh, and so, I mean, that's what I used to do with the old fart smoke weed with them, you know. We fucking talk shit. Uh, he's a regular old brawler, you know, good old boy. He'd find 10 cops, it don't matter. And uh, he got the same thing, you know. And he, I said, well, what's the worst part about it, you know? And he says, oh, now they got niggers in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you get rid of those. <laughs> yeah, I said, we got to get you the fuck yeah. out of there, man. You want me to we just take you to the home with me? I, I can't let that out of there. 
They let me get you an ice pick. Uh, you get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of those fools. I can't have that yeah, shit. Yeah, he knew it was the best place. Yeah. He knew it was the best place for him, even though he was stuck with a bunch of fucking niggers. It was boring, and there's nothing to do there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom's the whole people. Uh, her whole thing's a lot different than that, you know. They don't they don't lock the doors, and they. I mean, she. I mean, she's. It's her memory is gone, you know. So she, I don't. I half the time I'm not even sure she recognizes me, you know. And she's eighty seven, eighty seven now, so it's not like she wants to go out anywhere or do anything. So, you no, know, it's it's kind of. It's very different, different, kind of, kind of sad in a way, but. Uh, yeah. You don't know, I mean, she's probably happy, man. She, like you said, she don't go nowhere. She don't do nothing. I mean, we all don't know what's going on after we die. We pass. I mean, that's supposed to be a party, man. One day is equal to a thousand yeah. years in heaven. And so, I mean, just a few minutes up there, the first few minutes is fucking years, you know. Uh, by the time you turn around to think about the people on Earth, you know, fuck. A thousand years passed. One day. <laughs> well, she doesn't, she doesn't, she can, I go up there in the morning and I say, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? And she can't tell me. She never has been able to tell. Right. Me. So that kind of tells you where her mind's at. Uh, you but it, I you know, I'll just I'll do it till. Yeah. Well, yeah. I said, did you have breakfast? Yeah. What'd you have? I don't know. Like, okay. Well, what else are you gonna say to her? Oh, I'll, I'll be here for the duration. You know, it's going anywhere. Yeah. Got to look after. You can't bail on. But, uh, I would never do that. Never. That. That's just that's uncomprehendable enough. to me. That's just not even an option. Too many people. No way. Too many people do that to their. I mean, uh, just once they they hit the nursing home, it's over. You know. Uh, they're just. I've heard the that. Dollars. I think my dad. Yeah. My dad married a gold digger, and that's how it went for us. He stuck my grandma right in a fucking nursing home. Good. Uh, and she, they, then she, her dad took over of attorney, and the money was gone. I've heard from the people that work there, some of them that I've, you know, made acquaintance with. They've told me that, you know, because I said, am I coming up here enough or too much or, you know, I don't want to get in the way. And they go, no, no, you know, you're fine. You can come up here as often as you want. They say a lot of people, they bring their loved ones up here and that's it. They drop them off. They never see them again. And they, they said they're glad that I'm there doing that because I come up and see her and she gets a big smile on her face and all that. But I can't believe that that people do that but then again my family 
is kind of the same way, they probably would have done that if I wasn't here because they won't help me. They would never take right. me when she was here. So it's kind of the same deal. And I just, I have a whole a really hard time understanding any of that. It's just, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how you could be like that, but they are. I mean, I could be like that, but not for my mom. Right. Good Lord. Not your dad Crazy. either. I mean, your dad's already back. If it was the other way around, yeah. and you went out there to take care of your dad. You couldn't do that to him either. I mean, it's your dad. No. Yeah. No matter how. Yeah, I don't know. I how many times he laid that on your ass when you were a kid, you still love him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, it's it's kind of strange, but. Yeah, sure. you know, it's just how, so how you're respect, raised, I guess. Yeah. Right you know, I, I didn't, I didn't die from it. I didn't, didn't become handicapped because of it. It was a, it was a thing that you did back then. You know, you kid smarted off and you oh, got whacked. All three of them. line, you got whacked. All three of them. of the The kids after us, it was, you know, it started in the schools where the teachers could whoop them. The next thing you know, just a couple yeah. years later, the parents can't whoop them. Yeah. Yep, that's fact. Yeah, if you if you yell at me, I'll sue you. You know, I, who started that? Where it was yeah. like okay to sue your parents? You know, like where did that come from? Good yeah. lord, if they'd have brought that up, man, my, my I'd have got really got my ass whooped. Shit. In fact, I might not even be here. <laughs> be I don't real, remember the stupid shit we did, but me and my buddy Harold earned our way into the office to an ass paddle and uh my grandma called down there and threw a fucking fit about uh you know, if it comes to an ass paddle and you give me a call and I'll come down there to that school and you give me that board and I'll paddle his ass right in front of you. But you ain't gonna do it. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> to that. But my buddy Harold, you know, I, I I never got to go to recess because I punched a kid in the eye and broke his uh, the bone under his eye there. That Orbital. Thing, his eye socket bone. Yeah. Uh, Orbital. So they, they took my fucking, yeah, they, yeah, underneath your eye, that little cheekbone, Mike, that holds your eye in. <laughs> Crushed me. Uh-huh. Uh, like in the seventh grade, I punched him in his eye because he took a hat. And anyway, uh, I was the new kid at the school, you know, and he's just fucking with me. So I shocked him and fucking uh, the next thing you know, I'm in the office and they, they decided to, well, they was just going to give me some time out and let me go back outside. But because I really hurt him bad, uh, you're, you're just not going to be able to go outside and play with the rest of the kids no more. You, you're going to have to come Whoa. in every hour because and my recesses and sitting out front of the office for the whole seventh grade. <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just for hitting like, the guy. Just for hitting the guy. No doubt he deserved it, right? Yeah, well, he deserved it, but <laughs> Brooks said well, the lucky ball. Yeah. <laughs> said what? <laughs> 
So, I thought it was a nice straight shot. There, he, he couldn't pop, he couldn't weave, he couldn't block it, he couldn't do nothing. It was on time. <laughs> oh, that's what you like a laser bolt. Yeah, it was. He couldn't move. It got him. Bang! It was on his ass. He's way taller than me. Had to jump up off the thing. It'll get him. <laughs> Uh, I bet that hurt. Yeah. Oh, I bet it did. He fucking hit the ground. <laughs> Next thing you know, the teacher had swooped me up and I was dragging me down to the office. I had his last time I seen him. I hear an ambulance coming. I was trying to peek out the window, but I, I didn't think it would be for that kid. Only <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, watch those eye shots. You'll break a guy's cheekbone. I guess. Denver, Good Lord. Yeah. Fuck you but, up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After that, I had no trouble, but I didn't even go outside no more either. <laughs> I know. That, that sucks. I think so they should have. You know, like yeah, I could see making you sit out for a couple, but not not for all of it. You know, shit, I didn't. You know, one, I didn't mean to hurt him that that bad, but yeah, he deserved to get fucking punched, so I punched him. Principal was telling me his mom threatened to sue the school. Look at you, did he broke his goddamn eye socket? <laughs> uh, well, he, sh- he should have weaved. My hat. You know? Yeah. You should have told like the teacher way. I'm not a snitch. <laughs> I'm a man. I punched him in his fucking yeah. eye. He should have been a punk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a kid that would have been the thing to do. I don't want to be a Yeah, I fucking made I do the difference by look. By what? I knew that I already knew the difference by then. I grew up in a I was moving to school because I couldn't go to the school I was last in the last two so three they kicked me out. <laughs> Same thing, fighting. Good lord. You're a troublemaker. Yeah. Damn. No, I just didn't take it. Yeah. So they were troublemakers. What do you do? You Fucking know, that's the way I look at it. They come, I don't <laughs> where they had yeah. I found a way to beat up, well, man. <laughs> yeah, if you hadn't done that, then you had to, you, you know. Yeah, they'd all be you know, fucking it was, yeah. I said, give it back. He said, what are you going to do? And I punched him in his fucking eye. When he fell to the ground, I walked he, over and grabbed my hat and put it on. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but but per- yet, uh, perfectly they don't take that. Yeah, it was, the next move was on me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fucking pick your hat. I had to jump up the parking 
a big tall motherfucker yeah, thought he shit. was mean or something because he's tall. He towered fucking six inches over every kid on the fucking schoolyard and thought he was boys acted like a boy. Fuck, I was the new kid. He come over and took my hat and said thanks. I said, you know, hey, fuck you. You better give me my hat back. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I punched him in his fucking eye. I know. I know a guy like that. Oh, a guy like that. He was a great yeah. big guy. Well, well, in fact, it was in the seventh grade. I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. And I, it wasn't me. He but this other, this other kid. No, it wasn't me. It was this other, him and another kid. And the other kid was really small. You know, he and they were, I don't know how they got in a fight or what started it. But this little bitty kid had to, like, take two steps and jump up to to you know, be able to grab him around the shoulders and that. And he, the guy just kind of fell down and this little tiny guy just beat the shit out of him, you know, just kept punching him and punching him. And then they were like best friends, you know, because the, the big guy thought, Oh, this little guy kicked my ass. I better be friends with everybody. So he decided to be turned into a nice guy. Yeah, I have no moral to that story. It's just that's what happened. Schoolyard <laughs> <laughs> uh, brawl, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A few of those. Brooks says Scooby and Scrappy do right. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I don't know who was Scooby Doo. <laughs> You know what? I didn't do, say nothing to that kid. I was new there. I just kept my mouth shut and was walking, looking around, sizing everybody up, see who I might be friends with and who I might not. And right out of nowhere, that motherfucker uh -huh. snatched my hat. Yeah, just like that. That's how it happens. I didn't even see him. That's how it happens. That motherfucker was so thin coming. Boom, my hat was gone. Like he reached out over top of three kids and got that motherfucker that long arm glue. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll bet the rest of the time that you were there nobody fucked with you right no i didn't get to go outside no more <laughs> well you you can bet that when you broke oh, that guy's face that all that that went around the school like wildfire and everybody said you hit the guy so fucking hard you broke his face and i bet nobody would have fucked with you after that because you know how kids No, no, I didn't never have no trouble. Yeah, I know. No, he said it too. It smashed it, broke his eye socket. That's a pretty skinny bone. Yeah. I mean, it'd be easy to break it. Hit it just right. Uh, I mean, you could do it in as an adult. I, I mean, know. it happens a lot more. Than you it's like a broken nose. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, well, the nose is all cartilage, so that, that'll, that'll break pretty... Well, way down in there, it's bone, but... I don't know where it breaks when they break it. I thought it was usually just like the cartilage broke away from the bone. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I guess you do got to hit a guy you know. to break the bone there. Uh, I mean, you can you can hit him and shove right. his, the bone up into his brain if you use the heel of your hand. So that'll yeah, I know that ain't no. I want to. Nah, you didn't. I, it was only a seventh grade schoolyard fight. I wanted to punch him in his eye and get my fucking hat back. Oh. Let the big kid have a fucking 
shiner walking around with a shiner. Ha, ha, ha. I gave you a fucking shiner. Like you said, I had no idea I was going to break a fucking bone. I just was putting a fucking punch on him. Like I said, so much smaller. I had to jump up on the air and give it everything I got just to get to his fucking. I mean, he was a tall kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the I was only was, about as man. tall as but... And Brooke makes it sound like, oh my God, when I say reached out over top of two other kids, three kids, and snatched my hat. He was that tall. I mean, he just reached right over there. Pink. I turned around. Hey. Yeah. So I didn't look to look to see there. Got a motherfucker with my, hey, that's my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll teach him. I bet he doesn't do that guys anymore. Take motherfuckers hats. I bet he tells a story about, nah, I don't but, fuck with a guy's hat. You get beat up like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember in the seventh grade, I can't remember shit. the guy's name, but he jumped right Smashed my fucking eye so hard it broke the bone. I bet he remembers your name. Yeah. yeah. I remember sure his does. name saved my life. I couldn't remember the principal's <laughs> name, Mr. Pogue, that told me I didn't oh, sign forever again in life <laughs> and play with the other kids because I don't play fair, he said. You're too mean. Yeah, I think our principal's name was Mr. Binkley. Some weird shit like that. I had some Binkley or Brinkley, I don't know. RJ? Anyway, doesn't matter. <clears throat> Wake up. You got no you got no principal to put the paddle on you, you can't you don't you don't ever forget. Hits you with the life sentence in the school. Detention? We lose him? <laughs> no, I'm still here. I'm so, fucking. Uh, hey, you know what? Well, you guys were busy. I went upstairs and took a food and uh, got me something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we heard I you. I had to sit right out in front of the office. <laughs> and I got the best grades that year, boy. Because every teacher come by helped me with my work from their class, and I never had no homework because the classes after lunch teacher got by and tell me what my assignment's gonna be if I wanted to go ahead and do my homework for tomorrow. <laughs> You'd be one step ahead of the other kid. Oh, I sure will. You got anything you need help with while I'm here? No, I'm good to go. <laughs> After about two months of being locked in that hallway and not coming out, they, the teachers started getting real. They seen me every day. I was bored to death out there. I was actually doing school work. <laughs> How do you like that? Fuck. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. I always got pretty good grades. But uh, when I was there, I, I missed an awful lot. 
made up for it. That was the biggest thing. Like I got pretty good grades on my paperwork, but my report card was low because I was never in school. My homework was always late. I ain't going. I don't like that place. I fucking have troubles there. When I got to beat somebody up, they don't fucking take easy. <laughs> he ran right up on the bus and punched me in the back of the head. I chased him out and started beating the shit out of him. Motherfucker grabs me. I'm about ready to punch the motherfucker to grab me. It was the principal. Oh, fuck. He said, Charlie, I seen you running up there. Mel, go ahead and get on that bus. Charlie, you go to the office. <laughs> God. Right in front of the fucking Hey, I don't wanna I don't wanna yeah. change the subject yeah, on you, but have you ever heard of this show called Trafficking? No. No. Are they moving it's, people? It's on when, well Huh? It's a it's it's a uh, it's an investigative reporting program with uh, Maria Van Zant or something like that. I think think that's her name, and uh, she does all these things about motorcycle gangs and drug dealers and all this shit. And she's doing this Wednesday night at. Uh, I think it comes on like at six o'clock here or something. I think it's six. I'd have to look again, but they're doing one on on uh, all these white supremacist gangs uh, on you know around the U.S. and it might be worth a watch if if you get get anything like that. I'm gonna watch it because it's probably the only interesting thing hey. on TV. I'm telling you, boss needs to write an autobiography, and so does RJ, uh, James Logston. Also, there's quite a few guys. I mean, I mean that was, I mean, in the movement through the late '70s and the '80s, '90s. I mean, it got yeah. pretty fucking wild there for a while in the white power movement, and uh, all like um, maybe not James, but RJ and Boss both have done a little federal time and. Uh, I mean, you can tell wild stories. The book itself would be a wild tale. Nobody could tell, hardly tell tales like that, but another felon himself, and it would have to be a high-profile felon because, uh, I mean, just, look at, just put it on a recording or, or have, them, have them write some stories down so that, you know, other guys can can read it or listen to it or something because, you know, that, that shit, once it's, once they're gone, it's gone, and they, you know, or they're out. You know, you you never hear about it anymore, or what it was like. And this, I don't know what this show's going to be yeah. like. I mean, it's all, you know, new local ideas and shit. And they, you know, it it shows they're talking to some guy, and uh, you know, there's always a they talk. You know how those shows are. And he's in this room, and it's kind of dark. And she goes, "Are you a Nazi?" And he just kind of looks at her and he goes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, like a scary ass guy. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it's just going to be some interviews and shit. So I don't know if you get it or not. You know, if you look on the internet and find out anything about it, if it's on, you know, I, I'd watch it. 
I just thought I'd throw that out there in case anybody's interested. I want to well, see what the, what the new crowd has to say. Since the times of Sasquatch, oh. I mean, everybody looked like a Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, I, no, he, he remembers when, when dirt was racist. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> I'm so fucking old when God like said, fucking let. I'm so old, brothers, when fucking let God said, be- let there be light. I was over there flipping the breakers for him. That's not what he meant, watch. RJ. When he said, let there be light, he wanted you to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, You're blocking my light, dude. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, well, I imagine I can tell some pretty good uh, tales. I mean, he had run-ins with the feds and everything like that. I mean, that's that's always a good tale. I mean, uh, when I first went to the county jail a couple of times, you know, you ain't got nothing to do back then. They didn't have TVs and so And uh, I come across these books that were uh, Christian books. Uh, Gideon's wrote them. And it was different guys that been like, uh, that been locked up, gangsters and shit. And they, they turned their life over to God. And they wrote a book, a little thin book about it. And it just tells a few of the mishaps and their stories because it's about 30 pages long, each one of them. And just nothing. And he tells you how he turned his life over to God. And uh, I, I read some pretty crazy stories. You know, they're all true stories. It shows the guy's picture in the end and everything. But, I mean, that's just one tale. Guys like that, I mean, yeah, that was good that they wrote the book, uh, to help people to tra- turn them over to God, but uh, they also should have wrote a bigger book. Now that you had people's attention, should be looking for your full autobiography. You know, once they read that, when they found out you was a Christian, they would want to hear the whole wild tales. You know, of a guy that uh, knows he's been saved and uh, should have feels like he should be burning in hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey Mel. Oh yeah. Hey Mel. You you read all the yeah. You read all the books they throw in our fucking cells back in the day and shit, right? Uh, yeah. I got a phone call. I got a phone call a couple years ago. It was funny as hell. Uh. I don't know if this name will ring a bell for you, but you've read all the books. A guy named Nicky Cruz fucking called me. And Nicky asked me, he says, one of the last things fucking Wilkerson wanted to know was, uh, did you ever get your life together? <laughs> now, do you remember the old Wilkerson crossing the switchblade? What is that? Uh, uh, yeah, it was a book. It was a book, right? Yeah, the, the old book. And then they made it. They made a movie out of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Wilkerson, of course, was the guy that fucking went in and fucking did all his shit. But Nicky Cruz was his first convert. So when Wilkerson died, fucking Nicky Cruz called me and said, we just want to know if you've ever got your life together yet. <laughs> Fuck no. I'm still fucking <laughs> doing my <laughs> uh, you should have fucked with him, man. So, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. Yeah. Such a great help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, my last cruising now. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> Fuck, this year went by fast, guys. Did 2022. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This, I, Fuck yeah. This last year came and like what bam and gone. Just like, like that. It was gone. I mean I I want it, it feels like a week ago and it was last year this time I was helping AC move out of his shop. Uh yeah, no shit. Today, huh? Think about it, it, it. Yeah, it feels like it was just a week or so ago. But it was really a year ago. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad. I've been busier than shit. Every fucking thing I own has been broken. I've been out there fucking taking it to the shop to try to get it done fixed faster to get two things done at once. Fuck. And then no sooner than I fixed my truck again, it broke again. And I fixed it again, and it ain't broke yet. But <laughs> I'll tell you what, the goddamn... Uh, throw out bearing to grind and dome and pull the whole damn transmission out and put that in. Thought you just fixed all that before you put it together. Huh? I thought you just put a new throw in there before you put it all back together. (laughs) I did. I put a whole new kit in it. A lifetime warranty. I guess that just proves you can't find them, grind them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's the deal. That's why it's hard to stick it in gear, ain't it? I've changed the fucking slave cylinder twice, and I've changed the bucket up top twice. And I just nonstop hear that fucking wheel bearing. <laughs> huh. Weird. That's what it is. Every time I push it in, I can hear it grinding everything. Sucks. That. <laughs> That's all right. I'll run it until it goes bad. I, I got the other transmission in the shop, and I, I uh, the guy's already paid. Uh, he's waiting for two clips that are on back order. And then that tranny's done. When that one's done, that was the original light-duty transmission that came out of there. I really like the heavy-duty transmission. I got that low gear is a son of it. I got fucking low gear that uh, light-duty transmission, and uh, it's a lot higher geared. I can go down the road a lot faster. Is that a four-wheel drive? They break a lot quicker. Yeah, and then then, then uh, what I'm gonna do is pull the heavy duty one out 
and take it to him. And for like a hundred bucks, he'll just go through it, make sure everything's right and uh, clean everything real good, put new oil in it and give it back to me. And I can just put it in my uh, box until the fucker. I mean, it's nice to have an extra five speed laying around to go in your truck. If something goes wrong with the one you got. I bought another truck to have this one so I could put it in my truck and drive it while this one was in the shop. Otherwise, I'd still be down from last year at this time. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. I'm still trying to yeah, get my fucking ram charger fucking zoomed out so I can fucking go terrorize the neighborhood, goddammit. <laughs> What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it, RJ? Nothing. I just got everything in the back end of it that uh, I moved out of the shop and shit. Was, I'm, I'm trying to get everything yeah. in the fucking shop in the garage now. So, uh, I mean, it's a small, it's a little 318 with about 100,000 miles on it. Uh, the body looks like shit, but the truck's only got 100,000 fucking miles on it. It runs like a motherfucking champ, and it sounds like a beast, you know. Uh, four-wheel drive works really right. good. Transmission works good. Motor works good. Uh, the biggest thing when I bought the truck, the biggest thing was is uh, they had disassembled the door on the driver's side to change out some switches, which they never did, for the because uh, it's got full power inside, full power seats, full power windows, locks, and all that shit. They needed to change a couple of switches in there, so I bought the switches and everything. But I'm just waiting to uh, be able to fucking uh, get it cleaned out so I can start driving it because I can't. I got so much shit in the back end, I don't want to drive with all this shit hanging out of it, you know? Uh, so, but, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, and, and and then I got the old lady driving me nuts because she likes that kind of fucking, uh, she likes those fucking uh, vehicles with fucking power and shit, and they sound mean and shit, and she'll go out there and terrorize the neighborhood, oh. too, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, that you should like my truck because it sounds nice. It's looking good. Uh, I, I got hooker headers put them on it, and uh, I got true duels. I ain't got the X pipe, and they run straight out the back, and, and then I put noisemakers on them. Mm. V8 Ford flathead, right? Oh yeah, my game, my game on my fucking computer popped up here. <laughs> what is it that was? One of those games. Kill everything and let fucking God sort them out, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, we better we yeah. better get off of here, man. We're we're running a little bit late tonight. I gotta yeah. go pee. Oh, are we? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go in and 
going to go in and fondle my foil. Huh? Yeah, all right. I better say hell victory then. Let me close the show, guys. Well, that's tonight's show for Sadistic Souls Power Hour. We'll see everybody next week. Have say hell victory. Hell victory, guys. Hell victory, victory, brother. Thank you guys for your words. All right. Yes. Good to hear you again. I missed you. <laughs> All right.